Blog Talk Radio. Yakuza! Yakuza! Yakuza Kick Radio! 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 The Yakuza Kick Radio! This is the bulldozer, Matt Tremont. That there's one place to listen to on the internet every Thursday, 9 p.m. Yakuza Kick Radio. Tremont says so. Who wants some? God help us, Jesus! God and baby, Jesus! Help us! Ladies and gentlemen of fucking America, this is Danny Havoc, and you have been listening to, or possibly are intending to listen to, the Yakuza Kick fucking radio. Fucking, yeah! Yakuza Kick radio. Hell fucking yeah! My name is Justice Payne, and you are listening to Yakuza Kick radio. You're coming to come on Thursday night, this is a brotherhood, and we all stick together. Like my nuts. I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. Yakuza Kick Radio, the best in internet wrestling radio, period, bar none, just like Adam Cole. Everybody's a cunt but me in the world. I don't know what it is. But you go to the back, and you tell your boss that there's a new Yakuza in town. And it's Yakuza Kick Radio, and we're taking over. Yakuza Kick Radio has risen from the ashes of bad internet radio and become the premier place for any independent professional wrestler to stop and record their voice. Well, this is Mr. Insanity, Toby Fine, and if you're not listening to Yakuza Kick Radio, then you're weird. Oh, I don't like the cut of your jib, fella. This is Greg Excellent, Spirited Dragon of the Northeast. You're listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. If you're not, probably watching porn and you have this muted. You should be listening to it. Jason Mann. Where are Biggie and Tupac? Yakuza Kick Radio. Give a nigga rope on that cowboy, guys. All you have to do is listen to Yakuza Kick Radio, but you couldn't. Now look at that guy, you homie. Fuck that. Black dude. This bullshit, man. Motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck you. Who's next? And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the introduction. Hosted by J. Cat Morris. You are now listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. I think wrestling is for fucking retards. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Yakuza Kick Radio. I'm your host, Jake Mars. Yo, um, so last week, the show just kind of stopped, right? Uh, it was like an hour and a half in. Um, I only had like five, ten minutes of talking left to do, and I didn't like keep talking. When it went off, I stopped talking, so nobody missed anything. Um, it was just pretty much finishing what you know I was talking about and then just kind of wrapping the show up, doing the plugs. So my apologies to everybody I didn't do plugs for, you know, Shaheen. Uh, the um, chair shot tees, I believe. Jesus Christ, I just completely like lost my trance out there. Um, I don't think he's doing wrestling overdose really, but um, check out everything he's doing over there. Nuclear heat graphics, you know, doing all that thing. Uh, he hit me with a shitload of topics for tonight, so like I had already had some stuff on my chest, and I was gonna, you know, elaborate on this and that, and I'll still throw all those things in there, but um. He gave me kind of a good fucking layout there. I'm going to run through his stuff and just go on my side tangents that I already had planned on because, you know, some of them head in that direction. And, uh, you know, we'll just we'll just do that. And then a couple other topics I was given, too. Um, shout out to Jeremy. 
over there. And I got you five stars. You know, he's over there, uh, you know, just covering that fucking wrestling. And, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, past things. He likes to go back in the archives, cover a bunch of stuff. He said he's always been really great with up-and-coming talent and, you know, letting you know what's going on with this guy and that guy and people you might not have seen before. Next thing you know, they're all over the place. So he's he's really good with that. Obviously, you know, this time there's no actual wrestling going on, so he's doing a little bit more of the archival stuff, and uh, it's good, you know, because he'll find some hidden gems that you might not have seen before. Maybe, you know, be worth going back and watch those things. Um, so, yeah, check him out. Uh, check out Eric over there at the, uh, you know, he, he, he's hoping that there's no football season because then it's just not a loss podcast. You know what I mean? That, that's, that's the one he's running over there. Uh, so check him out for sure. Um, false count radio, but Andrew Carluck, check him out. And obviously the wrestling soup over there with Joe numbers and Anthony missionary Thomas, and my boy Sozio over there struggling with Sozio. So I, I got the plugs out of the way now. So now, look, if this motherfucker cuts off now, I mean, not a very entertaining show. I, You know, I uh, don't know what to tell you on that end of things. However, I definitely covered my plugs, which I didn't get to do last week. So one one accomplishment checked off the list. Um, so following this, uh, you know, computer just shutting off like that, because I started off, I told you the show, uh, you know, when I started to show this fucking thing is, is, uh, there's issues with this fucking thing. And I blew dust off this fucking thing. Like I, like I found a, an old book in the, in the attic, you know, that would turn into, um, the never ending story or something. You know, that, that was the level of dust that was on this fucking computer. Um, so when it shut off, you know, I mean, it was pretty much letting me know like, yeah, you didn't get all that dust with that quick little fucking Nintendo cartridge move you did. And, uh, no shock to me. Like I, I already knew that, but, um, so I, I, last night I got a can of that, a, you know, compressed air. Um, there's like tape that holds my computer together. So, uh, <laughs> I pulled the tape off and, uh, pull that side panel off and the amount of dust I blew out of this thing. I think that was that, uh, that Sahara fucking dust cloud thing that they were talking about. I think it was actually in my computer and somehow the news was picking up on it. So no worries guys. We're all good on that. Um, it, my whole fucking room was like cloudy and shit. Crazy. But, uh, so yeah, um, it, it's working today, which, um, it's a fucking miracle after the amount of dust that was in there. Um, yeah, so it is what it is. And, and here we are. Uh, updated some bird feeder stuff in the backyard today. Um, went to one of my favorite stores, uh, Wild Birds Unlimited over there in Tom's River. Great place. You'll just drop like fucking tons of money there though. If you're looking to, you know, feed birds and it's, there's just an endless amount of things you, you can get and the type of birds you can attract. And it's, it gets fucking crazy and I do everything to an extreme. So it's a dangerous place for me to walk into. So. Did some damage in there, came back, you know, hooked up this, this one and that one. Um, so yeah, it's all, it's all going well back there. Chickens are all good. Pigeons are good. My Kimbo slice, my baby pigeon just turned four weeks old today. This motherfucker is massive. Like he's just so fucking big. He's going to start flying any day now. He's like perching on the edge and and he just sits there and he looks out into the distance. Like, you know, maybe today's the day, but it hasn't been yet. Um, so, you know, it's only 
matter of days before he flies. Also, probably only a matter of days before the next egg hatches because, yeah, two of my other pigeons have two eggs under them at the moment. Um, one has been there for weeks, so um, I think Kimbo was around 20 days. It took him to hatch. So, you know, it's uh, pretty exciting over there in the pen, and then the yard's really coming together. So, yeah, I've been just focusing a lot of time and, you know, effort on that when I have the free time, which is not much, you know, doing my, my work deal. Um, so, uh, yeah, let me, let me just get into these fucking topics and go from there. Um, well, let me go into, uh, Jeff asked me, um, how people need to be patient with animals when they get a new one. Um, yeah, this, this is very important. Um, I could definitely elaborate on this because, you know, it's something I deal with on a regular basis. Um, every animal needs something different and you have to create a comfort zone for your new animal. So depending on how much your animal needs, the new animal you invest in will depend on how much you need to put out for that animal. Um, Margarita specifically is a cat that just came back to me for the second time today. Fucking ridiculous. Not today, the other day. Um, fucking ridiculous uh they gave her like 12 days the one before that gave her nine days and as their second return um you know people said they had patience and they and i explained everything you were going to need to do and then it was immediately like how how much longer is this going to take well that's that's not a good attitude to have um you can go get a very social cat you know something that's very outgoing and confident and then you won't have to you know do that long of an adjustment period but if you do invest in taking home a shy cat, which I highly recommend because there's so many cats that you have no idea how amazing they are until they come out of their shell and they deserve that. And these are the ones that are really, you know, have a hard time being adopted from shelters and, you know, in the wrong hands, they'll call them feral. They'll call them unadoptable. And these are the things that I battled for 19 years and I've given cats a chance and I've showed them, hope where you know other people had labeled them you know they're they're done there's nothing we could do with this cat i you know i turn it into a success story where there is something we could do we can make that cat someone's best friend and we get to fight the odds you know i just got to make them comfortable have them trust me and get them to a space where i can show them to somebody else and then they adjust that cat with the same care and, and patience that i used and there's many different methods and um you know depending on the cat you're dealing with I, I have it all worked out. You know, I could definitely help people along the way if they need any kind of help or advice with cats. He asked how I could be a cat whisperer from another state or, you know, whatever. But the the thing is, it's just experience. It's something I have a lot of passion in. I care so, so much about it. And, um, you know, it's, it's my life. And I, I'm glad to help anybody who, who could use advice or, you know, whatever on, you know, caring for their cat, getting their cat adjusted. Um, temperament is my absolute, um, expertise because yeah, again, the, you know, the cats that come in that are considered feral or mean or this or that. And the next thing you know, they're in a house and people are emailing me how this is their best friend. And, you know, they don't know what they would do without this cat and all of this. I, that's, that's what I'm going for, you know? And, uh, you know, it's, it goes pretty deep with me because it's like, everybody's had those times. Well, maybe not everybody. Some people have it better than others, but everybody's had those times in their life where they just feel left out, where they feel like, uh, you know, no one wants 
any part of them or, you know, just an outcast. So somebody like me who grew up that way and really had that deep feeling of that, I, I know that these cats being counted out, you know, they're, they're looking for an outlet. They're looking for somebody who's going to help them out. And I'm that guy, you know, so a lot of people don't have that in their life and a lot of animals don't have that in their life, but you know, you can make a big fucking difference if you lean into something in that direction. So that, that's just me. Um, yeah, that, that's, uh, it's, it's not magic. It's not anything else. It's just, it's just passion about what you love and what you do. Everybody should have passion about something. Otherwise to me, you're garbage. If you're not passionate about anything, I don't give a fuck about you. You know what I mean? I, I just don't. I mean, I I feel like you you gotta have something that you really really fucking lean into that makes you feel really good and you invest in. You know what I mean? Not even it doesn't even have to mean like financially or anything like that. Just something that you really fucking get into. And it could be anything, anything on the planet. But if you just kind of float around and don't have any like, you could just kind of take or leave everything in the world. I don't really. I think you're you're not as smart. Uh. Let me see. Uh, ICW shitty stream. And uh, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. I didn't watch ICW. Um, I saw that it was on. I saw, you know, Schlack bled fucking buckets out there and it looked pretty crazy. Uh, You know, very non-socially distant crowd. You know, they're all on top of each other as usual. Uh, You know, I saw a lot of masks in the crowd and everything and they're outside. So I guess that helps too. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, it's not a scene you would see me in. The pre-fucking pre-coronavirus, I had written this shit off. So, you know, maybe I'm the wrong guy to talk to. But I'll definitely touch on the coronavirus thing overall because it's it's getting fucking pretty irritating with the way people are asking or acting, I should say. Um, he wants to know about spider nate webs cooking in the kitchen. And, uh, I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a cool concept. You know, these guys, indie wrestlers don't realize when your fans are are big time fucking fans and these people are following it month in and month out. If this is their main outlet, their main source of entertainment, you could do the smallest fucking thing and fans are going to get so into it. You know, whether you're fucking cooking, you know, whatever you're doing. I, like, I'm telling you, fucking hundreds of people would watch if, you know, Schlack fucking turned on his fucking camera while he was fucking tattooing and just fucking went Facebook Live with that shit. They, they'd fucking, people would be glued to their fucking computer watching that shit. Or, or, you know, whatever it might be. You know, whatever hobby or other outlet it is. And, you know, I use Schlack as an example. That's obviously his profession, not his hobby, but... You know, I'm just saying, just, like, any little thing like that could be tremendously interesting to people who are, you know, really big on wrestling and, you know, following it that regularly. Um, So I think it's a good idea. I haven't seen any of it or anything. I don't really have any desire to, but, um, you know, Nate's a good dude, and that's a great idea. Um, And uh, he said, last but not least, something different. What's my favorite meal to cook at home? I really don't fucking cook. The only thing I cook is breakfast, so I guess I got to go with that because that's really the only thing I actually cook myself. Um, when I when I was making a hot sauce, which you know I'm gonna get back into this year, but um, I was doing that. I had a lot of fun with that because I was being like creative, you know, and I was trying to come up with different recipes and you know uh, 
different little spins and, and tweaks that I could do to make this taste a little different or that, you know, so, so that stuff was fun. But every morning I cook my breakfast, which is just six eggs and a uh, half a cup of oatmeal every, every morning. That's the same thing. So it's not very exciting, but um, yeah, that's, I guess my favorite thing to cook. Cause I do it every single day. So what can I do? Um, let me see. All right. Let me go into Shaheen's questions. He's got a lot more uh, lined up for me here. So, like I said, I a lot of it went down the the same path of things that I was thinking. So, and he he added so so much more. So let's just go right through them. Uh, ICW and GCW fans taking shots. Um, GCW and uh, taking shots at GCW and switching sides to ICW. Um, so, you know, I guess that this, this feud is, is kind of, you know, taking shape between the two companies because you had, uh, you know, Danny DeMano broke off of uh, GCW and started doing the booking for ICW. I guess he was kind of forced out of GCW. And then you had the situation with Dickinson uh, where he, he chose GCW over ICW and they canceled his bookings and all of that stuff. Um, so... You know, it is what it is. Um, th- this is one of those things, like, w- w- I don't like any of them. I don't like Danny DeMano, and I don't like Brett Lauderdale. I'll give DeMano credit for the product that he's booking right now. I, I feel like he's putting out a very entertaining product. But I-, I don't really like him. So, I mean, if him and Brett rip each other's fucking heads off, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? I, I don't care at all. Um, I think competition is very good for a product, too. So, I mean, if, if this one's up against this one and they're trying to outdo the other one, I think that's great for the fans. Um, I think if fans are picking sides and then writing off the other company, they're making a mistake because I, I think the, the amount of talent that's on both cards is fucking crazy. So you don't really need to be like on a team because no one's fucking paying you. You're paying them to watch the fucking show. So it doesn't make any goddamn sense to be like, I'm fucking team. But again, I've been there. I, you know, I, I've been there. I, I, I was a CZW guy. When XPW came into town, there was no way I was checking them out. When fucking Johnny and, and Trent and then broke off to fucking do PWU. Love those guys. I'd talk to them and I'm like, dude, sorry. I, you know, uh, I'm sticking with this here. You know, and I didn't, I didn't rock with Unplugged. It just I couldn't fuck with it. So I understand the loyalty. I definitely understand the loyalty, but I do think that, you know, if you can and, you know, I've matured since then. So in retrospect, I just say if you can, you know, look at it from a mature standpoint and they're not running head to head on the same day, which I guess they're doing on the 4th of July. I, I don't know. But, um, yeah, fucking check it all out. Fuck it. I mean top-notch fucking talent on both cards and a lot of the talent's the same talent you know if they start cutting each other's throats and nobody could be booked here and booked there then then everybody loses that's less paydays for the guys and you know the fans you know don't get to see the vast amount of you know talent and the roster gets smaller so i don't know but uh yeah, it doesn't make any fucking sense for the fans to uh, be taking shots at this and that. Because if anything, you know, GCW was what brought people to ICW. Because ICW's been around for a long time. It was just another New York shindy. I don't even want to say shindy. I mean, they 
they ran some good shows and they had a lot of talent on there, but there was a lot of points where none of nothing they did mattered at all. You know, they they were running at the same time as CZW and Ring of Honor and Jersey All Pro and shit like that. And no no one was talking about what they were doing. So, I mean, call that what you want. Somewhere between a shindy and, and a credible indie, you know. Um Uh, people refusing to wear the motherfucking masks. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about this. This is fucking ridiculous guys. You know, this, this fucking situation where people are going down this path of, uh, Oh, you're taking away my freedoms. You, 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 you don't have the right to tell me to look guys. Like we're trying to be the fucking virus. The fact that people were wearing masks and fucking quarantining in their house is the reason why the numbers went down. That's the reason why the numbers went down. People like running out in fucking public and uh, and not giving a fuck going, see, the numbers went down. Yeah, because they shut shit down, stupid. So it's fucking crazy because on you, you have this insane battle right now where people were super mad that everything was closed and this store couldn't open and this business couldn't open and these people were losing businesses and these people were losing businesses. Now the government is like, look, we're going to open this. But we need to stay distant. You know, we, do, we need to limit the amount of people in the store. And we need to wear masks. And instead of going great, I'm glad that these businesses could start to get income again. Might be a little bit of a new normal. You know, we have to shift focus a little bit. But at least we're starting to see these businesses' lights come back on, which was something that was a big problem. And... Instead of these people viewing it that way, they're like, fuck you, I'm not wearing a fucking mask, and if you tell me to, I'll never fucking shop there again, and it's like, which is it? Do you fucking want businesses to, to, to thrive, or do you don't? I mean, Florida opened every fucking thing real fast, Arizona, Texas, their fucking numbers are going through the roof right now. The Arizona hospitals were almost at capacity last I saw, last I read something or whatever the fuck. And, you know, is that what you think is a good, that's good? That's what we're doing? It's a problem. It's a fucking problem. These people are stupid. Um, Loki posted something. And, and this is a shame. And, you know, let me preface this with saying I like Loki a lot. I've always been a big, big fan of fucking Loki. Um, let me see if I can find that fucking post. Um, I'll find it. I'll find it. I know it's terrible fucking radio when I like scroll through my Facebook this way. But the thing is, is like, I feel like I'm still better than like 90% of fucking podcasts out there. So people just got to deal with like the unprofessionalism that I have. It's, it's a terrible drawback of, uh, dealing with me on a fucking podcast. Okay. There we go. Um, so he put, I respect your right to remain ignorant. Be ruled by fear. Oh, well, first off the heading of this is respect is a two way street. So he goes, I respect your right to remain ignorant, be ruled by fear and not by logic or intelligence. Wear a mask, social distance that ultimately harms your health 
now and in the future, provided I do not pay for your bad decisions. Now, that part where provided I do not pay for your bad decisions is really fucking poignant to me. So next uh, paragraph, I respect my own health enough to expose my immune system to the world by shaking hands and embracing people as we have for thousands of years to build our immune system to fight against disease and now in the future. I should have just read this in his voice, no? You have zero right to tell me that I must wear a mask, take a vaccine, or social distance from the others who also choose not to do these things. Life is about choices, and in the information age, ignorance is a choice. I choose not to be ignorant. I beg to differ. Um, I got to, again, I got to preface this as saying I'm a big fucking low-key fan. This is a stupid-ass fucking statement, and his stance on this is retarded. Um, Me wearing a mask protects you. You wearing a mask protects me. So your immune system got so fucking strong that, of course, fucking super jacked, ripped, fucking low-key, super athlete, low-key, will survive a virus. He can carry and survive a virus. But the old man won't. The, the the person with a medical condition with, with the asthma or, or, or you know, a, a heart condition or a lowered immune system for one reason or another won't. So his decision to say that, like, I'm not wearing a mask because that's not for me. I'm going to get my immune system strong enough to survive this. He's just saying, fuck you if you don't have that option. If that's not if that's not on the table for you, then you're, you're fucked because I. I've chosen to fucking, I guess that's what he means by be ready, like be ready to die because I won't help you. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I just, it's a fucking stupid ass stance because it's not about you protecting yourself. And we feel like the mask is going to protect you. So you, he, here's what we think that you should do for you. No, it's, it's what you should do for you, what you should do for other people and what they should do for you. You know, it doesn't make any fucking sense. It's become a political thing, and it shouldn't be a fucking political thing. And and this other big fucking retarded fucking stance that people are going, uh, you don't have the rights, you're violating my rights as an American to tell me that I have to, okay, look, you know motherfucking well, you know, like, you're not allowed to fucking uh, littering is a bad thing, right? Uh, uh, you know, fucking pissing in public. You're not supposed to do that type of thing. Like th- these are things that, you know, they've made illegal. Well, before that you were supposed to just know not to do them. So if wearing a mask in, in society and in like out in stores and, and, and places where you're going to be in close quarters with other people, if that prevents a virus from spreading at a very fucking high rate, like it, it, all the science fucking backs up this shit. This isn't just like a myth that someone thought of and they're like, let's just make them do it in case. Like, that's not what it's a real, like doctors will fucking tell you this shit and continue to fucking tell us this shit. So if that's the fucking deal to help slow this fucking thing down and it gets to the point where it's killing fucking Americans and billions of dollars are being lost through all of these businesses being shut down billions of fucking dollars. If you think those billions of dollars are lost 
can't turn into a fucking law, can't turn into some fucking uh, legislation that fucking changes it so you legally have to or you start getting fined. Well, then guess what, asshole? It's not your fucking freedom. It's not your right to do that because if they have to pass a fucking law in order for you to fucking listen because you're too stupid to just know what's best for everyone, then that's, that's your fucking fault. That's not the government fucking you over. Right now they're asking you. And you could see the fucking numbers. You could see the deaths. You could see the fucking cases rising. You could see the hospital beds filling. You could see the fucking nurses and doctors fucking pleading and crying on the fucking television going like, guys, like, please fucking help us fucking stop this shit. You know? And everywhere where the numbers came down is where we were forced to lock it down. And now that we're getting some freedom to open it back up with the responsibility, the personal responsibility to do it in a fucking responsible and safe way. And if we just wave that and go, we don't have to do fucking anything, then guess what? The businesses fucking close again. The hospital beds fill. More people die. Your uncle, your fucking, you know, your grandfather, like these motherfuckers are dead. And, and then that's, that's just that. The businesses don't fucking come back. Billions of dollars keep being lost. You can complain about you this, you're that, but like when it comes down to shit opening and now you're still not willing to cooperate, then you're a fucking jerk off. That that's how I feel about things. Like I got, you know, I fucking and where I work, I, I walk in there and I'm one of a very few people to wear a fucking mask, and everybody else is just standing around like can't shit happen to them. It's fucking, it, it's it's frustrating. You know, I, we have to show animals in a different um, area, so I have to show my cats in, like, um, the outside of my roaming area, so it's, like, a, it's a little more open air. So, you know, your your chances of shit goes down, you know, in there. But we're wearing, you know, I'm wearing a mask, customers wearing a mask. You know, th- these are things and adjustments we had to make, um, but they're op- they opened the zoo on Friday. And and because everything got so fucking political, they they can't get too fucking strict. They can't tell you know, our place is, is very very heavily trafficked by um, the Jewish community in Lakewood. Lakewood had one of the highest fucking numbers in all of New Jersey because they didn't give a fuck about rules the whole time. So, one of the fucking hives for this fucking virus in New Jersey is just heading to my fucking workplace. You know what I mean? And I work in the shelter, so I could kind of stay, like, back away from that shit. But, I, you know, I can't be visiting the zoo on my lunch while this shit's going on. It was great. Um, while this shit, the one of the upsides of this thing, while the zoo was shut down, I can go out there on my lunch. And it's just like my fucking zoo. You know, it's, it's just me and the animals. We occasionally wave to, you know, one of the zoo employees. Hey, what's going on? You know, and, and I could just sit there in front of the tiger cage, you know, for a half hour. I, I was talking to the snow leopard the other day for, for a long time. You know, I mean, just shit's fucking cool, man. There's no traffic, no kids, no nothing. Right. You know, obviously they need money to come in, so it's not ideal for business, but, um, you know, I definitely reap the benefits of that, but now it's opening back up. So now they say, um, you can, you have to wear a mask in the ticket booth. You it's required recommended for when you're in the zoo and it's like okay so if numbers come fucking flying into the zoo you know if if we get packed again because we haven't really been like packed packed we've had some people there but 
I don't think everybody knows that we're open just yet. But, uh, oh, man, when those fucking floodgates open, we become one of the very few places that people can go. Oh, shit, man. I'm, I'm not going around front of that building at all. But uh, th- this is what I mean. It's just people have these crazy-ass stances on their freedoms and their rights and their this and their that. And it's like, dude, what do you think anyone's trying to accomplish other than control this virus? You, you really think this is some conspiracy where they're making you wear things? So I don't know. And they, you know what? There's a lot of you motherfuckers that are really ugly out there. And there's some, there's some nice masks. I personally think... You know, I don't think I'm a bad-looking dude, but I got masks with with, a, with gorillas on them. I got masks with kittens on them. Um, uh, you know, I think those are an upgrade, you know, personally. I mean, a beautiful gorilla on my face instead of just my fucking face? Like, that's great. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm all right with it. You know, I, I just don't know why people... And, you know, it's weird because they've taken a lot of different stances on it. Well, first it's their freedoms, and then, you know, they take this like, oh, you're... Oh, when you one of these bitches, or you one of these, but you know, please, you're complaining not being, not being able to breathe through a fucking piece of of cloth. Don't take a tough guy stance on top of that shit. Don't don't do that because that's that's not legitimate. You know what I mean? That, that that's not the same thing. Oh, I can't breathe through this mask. Oh, I'm not wearing it like you pussies. Uh, yeah, I can handle the mask. Yeah, you know I mean. So it's crazy, you know, this, this thing, if you get it could very well choke you to fuck out, but you're worried about not being able to breathe through the mask. You know, people are on ventilators when they get hit hard with this shit, but you're worried about breathing through a fucking mask, you know, prioritize motherfucker, because I don't want a fucking ventilator. I'll do the mask shit all day. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I feel like, you know, we can come together as a fucking country, control this thing and move on. I, um... I ordered jerseys from uh, from China a while ago. It took me a while to get, obviously. Um, but, you know, that, that's fine. Um, but when I got them, right, this was like last week, I got a fucking a note with them. And this, this is what I got with them. It says, hi, dear. Good day. How are you? About COVID-19, here are some suggestions based on our experience. Now, you know, some of the grammar is all fucked up because, you know, it's from China and they're doing their best over here. So so it says, one, please buy some face masks and clinical thermometers, hand sanitizers with alcohol. You can prepare for your family and company. I think the mask price is not high now, but all the countries will the same with China. Uh, $5 a piece, or not $5 a piece, uh, five cents a piece for masks before coronavirus, but now almost $1 a piece and cannot buy mask anywhere. You can buy some just in case, I, you know, again, like grammar's kind of fucked up, but you know, here's what they're saying is they, they were like five cents before, they're like a dollar now, still not crazy. You can fucking find them. You know what I mean? Number two, please wear a mask when you go out in public places, on the train, go to the office, go to the market, wash your hands frequently, and at least 20 seconds every time. Number three, please don't go out too much if not necessary, especially no group dinners, big parties, theaters, concerts, 
when there is confirmed cases reported in community or the town. Four, buy enough food, vegetable, milk, water for at least one to two weeks. Try to shop online and buy more. Reduce the number of times going shopping, going to grocery stores. Do not take public transportation. We stay at home for several days without going out. Stay at home and work from home if this is a possibility. Uh, This is under the worst situation. Check temperatures and make sure no high fever. If any fever... Go to the hospital and check. Check the temperature of the office staff every day when they go to the office. I just give you some suggestions based on our experience. You may share with your family, friends, and colleagues. It is helpful as we experience. I hope you and your family and colleagues stay safe and healthy. And they also enclose two fucking masks in, you know, plastic fucking, you know, you know, in sealed plastic and all of that shit. So... Where our fucking government is calling people bitches for wearing masks and and split and all over the fucking road and turning this into a fucking divisive battle on whether you should, whether you shouldn't, this and that. This is a fucking company that sells fucking jerseys out of China, and they're doing their fucking best to protect their fucking, their clients, their, their, you know, the the people, their consumers. They're, They're trying to fucking protect their consumers. More so than our fucking government is openly trying to protect us. And, and, you know, that's that's a big difference between, you know, a country who got that shit under control. And we could sit over here and be like, oh, you know, they're fucked up. Uh, they, you know, they're, they're lying to us. You know, I mean, they, they kind of said it was a bad fucking thing. And our response to it was like, bullshit, it's fake news. Like, well, why are we in some fucking big trouble right now? Why why is that? You know what I mean? Is, is that... Is that because it was fake news? No. This it's it's fucking bizarre that the way that these people are acting, and the way that the um the government has been handling this, and the messages that they've been sending out, they've been very divisive. They've been very um. Yeah, there, there's no other way to put it. Very fucking divisive. This is the most divisive presidency I've ever fucking seen. And there's there's no option to fucking see this guy in office another four years. There's no way. He's out of his fucking mind. Um, and that's that's why people can't even be sure. There's no across the line, like the government saying, like, look, here's the deal. Here's how we stay safe. Watch how we lead by example. This is the deal. Let's let's go. There's fucking uh, a president that's pointing at this governor going, he's a piece of shit. Fuck his ass. You know, he should let this fucking people out. He's keeping his people hostage. And, and it's like, whoa. Uh, that's, that's not what this is about. This is about fucking trying to beat a virus. And you see the other countries doing the same shit with the lockdowns and, and suddenly, you know, he's trying to be the good guy in a situation where people are out of jobs and shit like that. And he's like, Oh, that, that's not what I wanted. That's what he wanted. This is like, well, using governors as scapegoats instead of actually addressing the country and giving them some hope and giving them some stability in your, in your speeches to make them feel like, all right, this is what we have to do. It's about business. And then we can get back to business. But, you know, it's our fucking leader. Um, yeah, I mean, like, there, I was watching this one fucking video. And this, this bitch is on there talking about we are being deprived of smiles that provide the serotonin in our brains in order to keep us healthy and out of depression. So 
it's a crime for you to deprive people from smiles that they would normally see on a regular basis because they're covered by masks. And it's like, dude, you can go fuck yourself. I, you're fucking no one smiles at you because you're a cunt. So that's that's bullshit to be. That's fake news because no one smiles in your fucking presence because you're a douchebag. So that's 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 just my take on that. But, uh. You know, it's crazy. There, we don't know even the full fucking range of this shit. You know, fucking D.L. Hughley, he was doing a um, a stand-up set. I guess he was sitting down on the stool. And I think in Texas. And he just fucking, like, passed out. And they said he blacked the fuck out. They fucking tested him. He had no other fucking symptoms. No fever, no nothing. It was fucking coronavirus. And they're saying that was the cause of his fucking just loss of consciousness. So, you know, like, there's just wild shit that's going on. Like, you you know, you're going like, all right, well, we can go to this stand-up, or we can, you know, now they're limiting, uh, you know, the amount of uh, people in the building, and they're they're trying to distance this and that. Meanwhile, the, the, the guy that you're going to see is, you know, doesn't have the fucking symptoms, but, you know, he, he passes the fuck out there in the show. It's just like, it's just not fucking safe. There's, to me, there just needs to be a new normal for a while. And we need to just not, not how long, not, you know, not staring at the fucking watch. Just like I was saying with the cats, you know, we're leaning into this situation where, you know, this is, this is a lifetime commitment. We have some life or death things. We have some things that we're going to deal with forever. Some of those things they were saying can, can cause heart problems down the road and shit like this. Like you have the coronavirus and you go through some shit and then down the road, like your heart might not react right. I just, it's just so fucking early that to just act like, ah, it's not a big deal. I can't even imagine acting that way. So there's some things like all the curbside pickup shit we could do. Great. All the delivery kind of shit we could do. Great. Now they're finding out that surfaces aren't as dangerous. Like you're very unlikely to catch it off of a surface. Okay, great. So we're really talking about person to person interaction. So if we limit the amount of those things that we do, better. You know, once you put fucking eight, eight, ten people in a fucking space, now you start to have problems. But if you got, you know, this person is going to get something from this person, you sanitize, you the masks are on, you don't fucking, you're not all up in each other's faces, everybody stays pretty fucking healthy. You know what I mean? It, it, it's just kind of that simple. There's some things that are a lot harder. There's some things that are going to have a lot harder time staying open and staying functioning. You know, the, the, the I mean, tattooing and shit like that. Luckily, my man Kel's back to work and everything. But, you know, I worry about guys, you know, like him because, I mean, you got to be right on top of a motherfucker. And, you know, um, you know, I, they could do the temperature check, that type of thing. They could do, you know, um, from what I saw, he's not allowing, like, you know, people to accompany. Usually, you know, a lot of times you bring a friend to a tattoo appointment. Well, he's like, no, just one-on-one, do the thing. And that's it. You know, he's not doing, like, the in-studio um, consultations while he's tattooing. Because sometimes he would do that. You know, let me, you know, real quick. And then you go consult real quick and come back. Well, that's got to be at, like at a separate time and stuff like this. So there's just a lot more things that are being, you know, put in place. And just these little safeguards can go a long way. 
You know, there's, there's some things that are just going to be difficult. Entertainment is, is a major, major difficult thing. And, you know, it's because these gatherings are going to happen, that makes the spread of it that much more likely. That makes everything else harder to control. So it's, it's a cooperative effort. There's some gears that need to shift. There's some people who are just going to have to pick up some fucking hours at a place that, that is staying operating. You know, they're used to doing this, but they got to go do this for a bit. You know, it's just, they, you got it. This is survival. This is what this is. You know, and the, the sooner we get back to normal, the better, but it's not going to come off of leniency. Leniency is definitely not going to get us back to normal quicker. Everybody's annoyed and this and this, but you're not going to get back to normal sooner off of just going, all right, I'm tired of this shit. That's, that's not how it's going to work. But these people with their fucking... Yeah, and I and I saw another one talking about, oh yeah, you know, it's my choice, it's my freedom of choice, and it's like, wow, uh, you're screaming at pretty fucking loud to be one of these pro-Trump motherfuckers who are all about this pro-life, but you're screaming freedom of choice when it comes to a mask. A mask is made to protect somebody else, and you're not tolerating it. But when it comes to you know what somebody's gonna do with their body, oh you you have big say in that. That's that's wild. That's that's a wild fucking thing to to be about. And that's another thing. You know, I put it on Facebook, but like anybody who really truly believes that fucking Donald Trump is pro life has to have had a fucking major head injury. I guarantee fucking to you, this dude has paid for countless fucking abortions. Countless fucking abortions. Not only that, but like. Okay, so you're saying Trump's pro-life, and I'll support him. Whatever the fuck he does, I don't even care, because the fact that he agrees with me on that means more to me than anything. Okay, right, great. He has no fucking power to change abortion laws. He's not going to do it, not with another four years, not with another eight years, not with another fucking anything. It's still going to be fucking legal. So, what's your fucking point? You're not backing a guy who made some shit illegal that you don't like. You're backing a guy who is going, yeah, 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 you stupid motherfuckers. I agree with you. That's that's what I'm about, too. Meanwhile, he's like, dude, my bank account is, has seen many fucking charges put through to fucking abortion clinics. I mean, seriously, this dude has such a fucking track record of sexual abuse and and, and um, just just fucking being with women in general just fucking you know this guy was on tape going yeah you know you just have that type of money you just grab them by the pussy do what you want you know and that that's reality that's when these these women are out at these parties that are just trying to get noticed by a rich guy and go home with them and be bought a bunch of shit and take these vacations and they're willing to do anything to to live that lifestyle you don't think a couple of these broads got fucking knocked up of course they dude hey there's no fucking way I'd bet anything in the fucking world. And obviously, you know, it, you'd have to go deep dive to really actually prove it. So it's not a bet that I would legitimately make. Cause you know, Trump would have to go back into the records and shit. And you know, doesn't make any sense, but, uh, that he, he has definitely paid for this shit before, you know, so I, it's just it's just crazy, like your Drake Youngers and shit like that. They're like, I don't give a fuck what he says or does. He's pro-life, so that's my guy. That's my guy because he, he's about that shit that I'm about. He's not. 
He's fucking not. So let's move on from that and see see where you think about his actual fucking actions because that's not a real thing. As fucking Teddy Hart would say, not really true. And I hope he's dead, by the way. I don't know um, where he's at, and I don't care. Um, but yeah, I, I always just hope when I haven't heard anything about him in a bit that he had passed away, and no one cared enough to even report it. But uh, it, it's unlikely. Um, thoughts on fireworks sounded like uh, World War II for the past month. I don't know, man. It's just fucking crazy. I don't even know where they bought all these fucking things from. Everything seems to be closed. But motherfuckers got unlimited fucking uh, fireworks. Like, my asshole neighbor. He He's fucking, uh, every night, it's like, it's it's still fucking light out. And he's, bah, 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 bah. It's like, dude, I'm, yeah, I'm sure this shit's beautiful in the, in the daylight. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And it's not like the weekend. It's like every fucking night of the week. And my dog loses her fucking shit. Every time that goes off, she's just fucking... Brrr, fucking runs to the other end of the yard. Fucking jumping back and forth. You know. So I got, okay, get the dog in, you know. Uh, but it's it's a constant thing. It's crazy. I, I have no idea what's sparking it. Um, but, you know, it's it's not even like a holiday thing or a weekend thing. It's It's fucking all the time. The firework company's got to be doing good. See, this is what this is the other thing too. Is like there's got to be a huge fucking um, surge for a lot of companies. A lot of businesses have to be doing like way, way in the fucking positive. They have to be thriving. They have to be like business is booming for a lot of shit. And like I don't, I don't know why that's not being pointed out more. But obviously, tremendous losses. Businesses are going under. You know, no denying any of the bad things that are happening. Obviously, we we constantly hear about that. But when, like, you cannot find fucking weights in the stores, any fucking store anywhere, like, the companies that make that shit got to be doing well, right? Um, you know, all of these different companies that are sold out of shit. Like, you just can't fucking find it. They got to be doing well, right? And all those months, like, the fucking toilet paper companies had to have been fucking like Scrooge McDuckin' it in their fucking house, right? They had to been just diving into piles of money. Like, dude, they can't get enough of this fucking toilet paper. We can't print paper enough for them to fucking stay in stores. Like, we got to limit the amount that they buy because they're buying so much of our fucking product. Like, you know, you, you don't need to see fucking toilet paper fucking commercials anymore, right? Because motherfuckers are like, you know, they're building forts out of that shit in their living room. That company's got to be doing good, No. You know, apparently firework companies are fucking doing fantastic right now. Um, but I wonder, you know, how, how do some of those companies come out of the other side of this? Does, do you see, like, um, you know, an uptick in, in those industries where, you know, they're able to expand and grow and, you know, I, in a positive direction? Because, again, all we hear is the negatives, but some of these fucking companies can't keep shit on the shelf, so... I would feel like those ones would have to be doing good, right? I don't know. Um, what to expect on July 4th? Apparently a lot of police will be calling out that day as their own protest, so the U.S. might be without law and order on 4th of July. I don't fucking know, and I will be fucking home. So I'll fucking turn the news on if some shit's going down, but other than that, I don't fucking know. Um, doing the same shit I always do. Um... 
Removal of statues, for or against it? Um, I got to say against it. Um, not, like, furious when it happens. But I think this, like, this this ties in heavily with, like, the cancel culture and the, you know, the censoring of comedians and, you know, the removing of movies, old movies, Gone with the Wind and the Song of the South and this and that. Racism had a very, very big part of our history. There were terrible, terrible fucking things that went on back then. Removing any significance of that isn't really changing the fact that, you know, cops are still killing fucking black people out there. Black people are getting hung in fucking... And they're calling it fucking suicides. Like, that, these are terrible fucking real things that are happening. Removing the fucking Gone with the Wind movie didn't move the needle at all for these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like, that, that didn't stop that. So you take down a statue of somebody that had to do with fucking slavery back in the day, then, like, that didn't stop the motherfucker from legitimately killing a black man. Like, the legitimately racist people aren't swayed one way or another by, by those actions, by those things, you know, a, a race joke, a joke on, you know, sensitive topic. It doesn't have the same intent of the person who does the hateful thing. It just doesn't, you know, you, you want it, it. It sounds like, or resembles a real problem, but it's not an actual real problem. You know, it, you know, it would be the funniest thing is just make a fucking you don't even have to deface a fucking monument. You don't have to deface a fucking statue. You fucking you go out there and you have the biggest fucking family get together ever. People who hate you, the worst thing you could ever do to them is to show your happiness. So you have a fucking family reunion. You have 300 black people having the time of their fucking life around this fucking statue like it doesn't exist. The people that stand for that statue existing, the people who have pride in that statue, you ain't doing a fucking thing wrong. You're deep in that motherfucker. And that's your land that day. That, that, that's your fucking space that day. Not a care in the fucking world and whatever that fucking thing stood for has fallen heavier than ever because you're showing that. You're showing that by living like it doesn't fucking matter. Like it's just a fucking, like it's a rock. It doesn't, it has no significance to what actually goes on today. And of course, there's some real racist things that are happening, but I don't think that statue makes a, a difference one way or another. It does if it incites anger. If it, if it incites anger and, and brings people out of the, you know, the worst part of them, and now you got to get together and pull that down and burn shit. And now you got cops that might come out there with a bad attitude. They might not. I mean, but that that could turn into a deadly situation based on, you know, the need to, to take this thing down because it stood for a bad part of history. Look, I, I don't think that these people should be idolized or, or um, remembered for any, you know, anything fond. But as time goes on and the society has changed and some parts of it evolved and some parts of it are in a very weird, very dangerous ways. When we talk about our freedoms with the masks and this and this, but then we're going after comedians for saying this and we're trying to get them canceled from fucking life. That, like they can't do comedy anymore. This, this, this fucking movie company is not going to use them. This, um, this 
channel's not going to use them to, you know, this network isn't going to fucking put their shit on there anymore. All based off of words. I, I think that's a shitload more dangerous to our freedoms than masks could ever be. Um, you know, and again, it, it all really ties in. So once you start going like, yeah, well, that statue stands for something bad. Let's get rid of that. Okay, well, the Gone with the Wind was been a bad fucking time, and the way that things were portrayed in that movie needs to go. Okay, well, Joey Diaz said this shit on a comedy special, and I don't agree with what he said about that, and that's an insensitive way to think, because oh, now we're getting rid of that, and now we're getting... And now it's we're not living free anymore, guys. We're we're living by one s- structured way of thinking, and if it's outside of that, I'm uncomfortable, and it needs to go. And whoever even came up with it shouldn't have a job ever again. And it's like, wow, that's um, that's something I don't want. I, I don't want that in this country. I just don't. Again, I, I don't think people should be fucking, uh, you know, idolized or. Or, um, you know, they should have these these monuments and stuff. But the fact that they're there, the fact that that's part of history and this and that, you know, it's it, it is part of history. You know, they didn't, you know, teach it in in school wasn't telling you this is the way to go. Well, then the slavery came in, and uh, I want you guys to pay attention because we're gonna start this shit when the bell rings. That's that's not what this is. You're teaching things the way things were and the evils that were here and there and there and the directions we went to come to the point where we are now. We had a black president for eight years. You know what I mean? That's that's a huge fucking step. You could take that any way you want. You could, you know, oh, but this and this and that. I'm just saying that that's something that couldn't have happened in the slavery days. Not maybe not not at all, like not even remotely close to even be being discussed without someone being killed over it. You know, you, you got to know that we've made tremendous progress. And now the racist, the blatant fucking brutal racist, as much as they stand out, as much as their crimes are a major fucking problem, they're the minority now. They are. The majority of people don't feel that way about other races. The negatives stand out. The negatives jump right the fuck out. You know, they, they, they aren't easily overlooked and no one should be overlooking them. But again, they are the minority and we have to keep that in mind because as a society, we are winning against this, this racial divide. Again, it doesn't look that way. You know, when one cop kills a black man and you could see that this is premeditated or this is something that he was about. Okay. But Across the board, people aren't agreeing with this guy. You, you see the couple that spring out, and you're like, oh, you're one of these motherfuckers. Luckily, there's not more of those motherfuckers than there are the people that, that look at that and go, that's, that's blatant fucking murder. That's a terrible act right there. So in, in a way, we are winning. It just hurts when you know it's not unanimous. It's not across the board. But I don't think it ever will be. Um, I don't think the route to get there is, is turning everything off like it doesn't exist. Like the fucking Simpsons show when uh, they just stopped looking at the billboards that came alive in order for them to stop fucking coming to life and stomping fucking buildings out. And you just, just don't look. That's that's not going to work. That's not going to be um, the way it works. 
Um, let me see. Um, I, I get it. Uh, Trump rally gro- drawing 6,000 people. Um, him saying that um, testing less equals less cases. Yeah, again, ridiculous fucking stance. Just don't look. If we didn't test, we wouldn't know. And then that would be better. That's I, I, I can't even believe that a fucking human being that's in charge of our country uh, is, is, is representing our country. Is saying these things. It's fucking comical. It's scary and it's comical. It's everything. You know, it's Jesus fucking Christ. Um. Yeah, and you know the 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 draw on that fucking that rally isn't isn't so great. You know, he didn't pack the fucking joint, and I gotta hope that that's that's a good thing. You know the. They battle you on one side and go, no, no, it was way more packed than people are saying. They're not giving us credit for the crowd. It was it was an enormous crowd. And then on the other side of it, they go like, well, uh, people were scared to go because the protesters would have killed them for going to the rally. And it's like, well, which is it? Was it packed or was it, you know, suddenly Trump people are victims. The most aggressive motherfucking people in this country are now victims that they're scared to go to. Shut up. Shut up already. Fucking crazy. Um, Joey Janela mentioning he knew a lot of shady shit about Joey Ryan, now switching sides from being his friend to his enemy. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who are just gonna have to hit that fucking light switch and be like, oh, I used to fuck with him, not anymore, fuck this guy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just, you know, there's definitely a lot of lines being blurred about who, uh, who knew what when and that they still rocked with him when they knew it or they didn't or whatever, but that, you know, this whole fucking uh, speaking out thing, it's showing a lot of things that people should have known already. It, wrestling is fucking disgusting, and that that's kind of what it is. Um, I, I will say on that note, I got to give Mike Quackenbush some fucking credit because he put out a fucking long-ass video um, where he's standing there, and he addressed all the fucking things that were put up against him as of at least, you know, at the time. Um, anything that was against him, his school, all of that shit. They shut down operations, but besides that, like, he just fucking came out there and, and and fucking addressed everything. And he gave the benefit of the doubt to the fucking victims on everything. Um, if he knew for sure that what, what was being said was a lie, he denied it, but he told you why. He explained himself on everything. I, I'll be the first to tell you, Mike Quackenbush is a fucking weirdo. He's a fucking cornball. He's just a dude that I would never want to hang out with. You know what I mean? Like, there's something fucking up with this guy. You know? But, uh, I don't know if that's just, like, an all-out illegal thing, or I don't know if that's just, like, a fucking... He's just a weirdo. I don't fucking know, but I don't care to know, you know? Um... So, but I'll tell you what, this fucking guy did more in response to these speaking out things that anybody else has done. DJ has had way worse things accused of him than Quack has, and he's said fucking nothing, because DJ's a fucking coward. DJ's a coward and a liar, so he'll, he'll fucking come out down the road, Maven's a fucking liar, because, you know... They'll just come out down the road and be like, oh, I didn't read that tweet. Uh, dude, it was all over every fucking where. It was on every fucking news site. It was there. Mick Foley talked about it. Fucking this one, that one. Lefisto dropped the fucking bomb on you motherfuckers. 
when that whole shit went down. You put out this vague ass statement, not my fault, da 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 da. And then the shit hit the fan with accusations on DJ. And he said nothing. He has said fucking nothing. He hasn't tweeted a fucking thing. He hasn't fucking Facebooked a thing. He hasn't said a fucking thing. Combat Zone hasn't put out any other fucking statements. They canceled TOD on their fucking thing because of the virus. But nothing. Fucking nothing. You know? And, and that's that's what that is. So I gotta give fucking Krakenbush some credit for coming out and fucking speaking at and just saying, dude, about this specific thing, I apologize. Uh, there's no excuse for this happening. I'll make sure it never fucking happens again. Um, this person and that person, you know. So, I I don't know, man. I, I think you got to give credit where credit is due, whether you like him or hate him or whatever the fucking case is. And look, I, you know, I've never been a Chikara guy. I always thought the whole gimmick was corny with the, you know, the, the fucking over-the-top characters and shit like that. It had its following. It had its success for sure. Um, but, you know, I just, just that action, just as a fucking man taking responsibility for fucking things that happen on his watch or supposedly by him or whatever the case is, I got to respect him for that. I got to. And I, I think everybody should. Um, you know, they, they try to bury him in the fucking comments, go fuck yourself because you know, it, it's like this guy fucking came out there and addressed every fucking thing. And then you guys pop up in the fucking comments. Well, what about this? And what about, you know, why, why weren't you on the fucking first list of things to talk about? Cause you wait till someone talks and then it's not good enough. And then you got something else to say fucking back. Like, and no, no one's trying to hear that shit from you. You know, it, it's just. And, and there's some fucking bullshit, like, as far as I'm concerned, and look, I don't know if I got the fucking story wrong, but from what I fucking read about this, this Wiggy fucking animal, she, you know, she's the same one that talks shit about me, oh, he got a scream, he was crying at TOD, nobody was crying at TOD when I got, so, and she's terrible at podcasting, she was doing a fucking podcast for DJ's thing, but then she's trying to bury uh, the, the fucking cobalt guy, because... As far as I could see from the fucking story, she was a side chick. Found out the dude got married, he was married. Was in love, couldn't fucking let him go. That fucked with her head a bunch because she wasn't the one. But kept kind of fucking with him because she couldn't let go. Because she wasn't strong enough. Because she's weak fucking minded. And then... You know, continue to kind of be a side chick that can never have him. And that, that broke her fucking heart. So that's her fucking Me Too story. And and to me, that's that's not something he should have lost his fucking job for. If that's the case, if that's what it is, again, unless I'm missing something, if that's all it was, was you were with the dude, found out he was married, kept fucking with him, you know, your heart was breaking because it just, you know, fucking destroyed you emotionally. Well, then you need to figure out how to fucking date right. You need to figure out... You you don't want to be a side chick and don't be a fucking side chick because because that's not the same fucking thing as some of these other terrible fucking things that have happened out there. That's just you want to be involved because your feelings were hurt. That's not what this is. This isn't speaking out about my feelings were hurt one time. This is like atrocities. This is things that are fucking crimes. There's people who were fucking sexually assaulted. There 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 there's major fucking creeps out there. The guy that cheated on his wife with you is not the fucking one that I, I, I think's got the major fucking issues. And, and again, 
Maybe I'm missing something about the story because I honestly got so fucking tired of reading these fucking stories. I, people keep sending them to me, and I, and I start reading. There's like eight fucking paragraphs, and here's my story. And it's like, what am I looking for? I just want like the fucking, just give me the, this person got touched by that person. This person was said this shit to that person. You know, and look, you write your whole fucking thing, just like throw me like a synopsis. And because uh, I, I don't have that type of time, man. I'm not reading a fucking uh, an encyclopedia on every abuse case. And then some of them you're like, oh, well, that one wasn't that serious. You know, that could have been worse. You know, and some of these people, some of this shit is just red flags. I mean, for 100 percent, like, you know, some of these people could be fucking problems. But the initial thing that happened wasn't quite what some of the other people have dealt with. Um, so, I, you know, it, it, it's tough because it's like everyone seems to want to be involved. Apparently, Chrissy Rivera hasn't slept or something since the start. I don't know what the fuck's going on with her because, again, she sat in the cesspool while all this shit happened around her. And she she said that she knew shit, but it wasn't her story to tell. But she stayed, quote unquote, employed by this fucking idiot over there. So now everybody wants them canceled when they're not on the roster, but when they were, they kept their mouth shut because it wasn't their story to tell. And again, you're fucking, it's not a job. It's a fucking maybe $20 payday, you know, and that's it. It's not worth your fucking morals. So look, I'm all for cancel Susie Dye. I don't give a fuck. They, they shit in the fucking mouth of what I loved. The fucking company that I loved is fucking gone and dead and DJ just keeps making a fucking mockery out of it. And he's abused his fucking power from day one, both, you know, uh, product and talent wise and fucking conduct wise. And that has been happening since fucking day one. And, and some of that shit, the sup girl, that shit was like a regular fucking joke. That was like a running fucking joke. But again, now we're seeing some of this stuff. That's the same kind of deal. Those are red flags. Keep fucking around with them. See what happens. And and a lot of this shit is what fucking happens. Oh, this fucking same guy with the sup girl and the fucking comment about this and about that. And he said this to a student. Oh, he just bought the fucking women's wrestling fucking league. WSU. Oh, that that's going to work out really well. All the girls, let's, let's go work for him. What the fuck? How many of you motherfuckers have just like kayaked directly off a waterfall because you can't seem to see trouble coming at all. You know, terrible things are terrible things. I'm not saying any of these things should have happened to you, but are you just walking into fucking uh, walking off of cliffs and fucking boating off waterfalls and walking into forest fires going, I wonder why it's so warm in here. You know, like, do you have any fucking ability to protect yourself? Because a guy like DJ, you should have saw all of this shit coming a mile away and been like, nope, not even giving you the fucking opportunity. There's no fucking way. I heard what you're like. Go fuck yourself. I'm not training with you. But people kept fucking signing up and paying this fucking guy. Uh, well, that's why the fucking list is a mile long. There should have been two, three girls with a fucking shitty story and then like, all right, good, we're not fucking with this guy. No, you don't run a fucking women's wrestling company because we don't fucking work for you. Nobody fucking works for you. I'm really, really interested, more than anything CZW could put on product-wise, I'm really interested to see the fucking fireworks. When they come back from this shit 
and, and DJ decides he's just going to run shows again like nothing fucking happened, who, who works for him? And how are they treated by the other people? Do people really turn on him and be like, dude, how could you fucking work there? Uh, you know, I don't want to work with you on that other show if you're working for this motherfucker this day. Because that's all it would take. It would just take complete fucking boycott. Everybody gets together, boycotts. They're not working for him, this and that. So even if the fans are too stupid and they want to go see it, it's not there to be seen. That's it. Everybody trains for a different fucking school. Nobody answers the fucking phone. Uh, DJ wants to book him for this and that. Not, not interested. It just goes away. And something else fills that spot. It always has. Always fucking has in wrestling. Okay, this company goes away. Another one shows up. Yeah, this guy that was training or this guy who was doing this or this guy who does that sees a, an avenue, sees a window. He, he, was, he was close enough to it to see exactly how it works and what works and what doesn't. And then he wants to put a little tweak on it and do it his way. Well, that, that, that's the type of shit that's going to pop up. Um, wrestling's running shows now. Um, uh, is it safe? Of course not. Um, Renee Young, Mox's wife, got COVID and was around a lot of WWE people. So apparently, a lot of the staff has it. Vince doesn't want them speaking out on it. Nah, I mean, Vince is a Trump guy. So, you know, anything that's going on, you know, with fucking Trump and his crazy division and, and, and keeping quiet about this and changing his opinion on this and, and just being wild and fucking unsafe, Vince McMahon's the same guy. He's, he's very, very similar. Um, do I grow any other vegetables than peppers? If not, why not? Um, I've, I've grown cucumber. I always like growing cucumbers cause I think fresh cucumbers are fucking delicious, like way better than the shit in the store. But, um, years ago I got like this, uh, it's called like powdery mildew or something like that. And then they tell you that like, not only do you have that shit this year, so it'll be like these white spots that'll be all on the leaves. Not only do you have it this year, that soil, you can't fucking replant viney shit in that soil for like three or five years or something. Like, it'll just fucking show up on anything you plant there, you know, vine-wise. So you're just like, fucked. So I just haven't even tried those for a lot of years because I had that three or five year, like, hiatus and I was just, just never got back to it to see whether it worked or not. Because I fucking love doing that. I, I thought they were really... um successful like i put little trellises on the fence like the um, like the little lattice so you just fucking nail up some lattice in between the the fence posts and that shit grabs on and fucking takes off um i got um i moved my grapevines to the front i moved my uh figs to the front because the backyard is just so um like umbrellaed by the trees back there which i really like you know in some applications i really like I love sitting in my yard and just looking up at the trees, like just, just like relax on a fucking chair and just, just watch the fucking squirrels in the trees. These motherfuckers are amazing. They'll, I mean, they'll go from one tree to the next tree to the next tree. And it's like, they're on like these little tiny ass twigs at the end of the fucking leaves, like 50 feet in the air. And then they just start wrestling with their fucking friend. You just hear like, (laughs) they're on this like twig. And then they they start chasing each other, and now it's like this fucking crazy game of chase on these dangerous-ass branches that are like 50, 70 fucking feet in the air, and they're leaping to the next tree 
and grab it on. And the other one's got to do the same shit. And then they're going up one branch, down the other branch, fucking acrobatic moves to the next fuck. Like, this shit is amazing to watch. So I love it for shit like that. And, um, yeah, it's a lot cooler in my backyard when it's hot than it is, you know, in, in the open sun because, you know, it's, it's fucking covered like that. But growing stuff-wise, you know, a lot of the fruits and vegetables don't really thrive back there. So um, I had planted the grape trees fucking at least 10 years ago, and they were doing really well for a while, not producing grapes, but really taking off vine-wise. And I just don't think I was getting enough sun back there. So just this year, because now that I had to move the chicken coop across the yard, um, now that that coop is dead set in front of those grapes. So where the grapes weren't doing well before, they were going to do worse than ever, you know, with this coop there. So I said, fuck it. I dug big giant fucking trench holes and got those things out of there and replanted them up front next to trees that I could just, you know, head up the trees and, and do the thing. Uh, and then I did the same thing with my figs that were back in the corner of my yard. Uh, my grandmother always grew figs. So it's like, and, and grapes, she, in, in her backyard, it was like this big, um, it was like, like a fucking clubhouse kind of deal. You'd go back to the fence line and you'd walk under, you know, kind of like a curtain of grapes. And then there'd be like an opening right around the tree. And it's just like fucking your own little space. And there'd just be fucking grapes growing around you and shit. And you can go fucking sitting there. It was cool as hell as a kid. So I always remember that stuff. I, I try to recreate a lot of things that I remember from, you know, my grandmother's house. Um, cause she was my favorite person ever. So, um, yeah, my first daughter, Mary Jane's named after her. And, uh, yeah, there's certain things that, you know, I, I derive a lot of who I am from my grandmother. So the, the 49er fandom that came from my grandmother, um, you know, a lot of those things. So, um, I moved the, the figs up front. They're, they're fucking doing great. Um, they're really taking. So I know like over the next like three, four years, I'm going to get like big growth on the trees and, um, then I'll actually have figs coming off of them again. And, uh, the grapes are, they've all taken really well up front. So I got that going. Um, I'll throw like a couple tomato plants in the back too, but like they, they got like special extra fucking bugs that like don't exist for any other thing, but like come out of the fucking woodwork when tomatoes exist and they'll just fucking annihilate your tomatoes. Like, Oh, this is this alien fucking thing over here on, on the tomato to eat the fucking tomato because that's what they're all about. It's like, Oh great. Like who the fuck called them and told them that I got tomatoes. You don't see them any other fucking time, nowhere in the yard. They're not like looking for tomatoes all year looking like confused in the middle of the yard. But if you got fucking tomatoes, these motherfuckers show up. So, you know, I, I, I'll put a couple plants back there and, you know, uh, fucking water them and stuff. And Nina wants to deal with them. She could deal with them. But you know, that that's pretty much the extent of my, um, you know, fruits, vegetables, that type of thing. Um, and, I, you know, I try to keep planting perennials as much as I can and things that are just going to keep coming back. I, I also, on the fruit side of things, I planted these kiwi trees, like, again, at least 10 years ago. The one thing just took over the fucking back fence line. And then I read that, like, you need to have a male and a female and plant them, like, fucking 15 yards apart. So I tried to do that. Still never got a fucking kiwi. Um, the one, the smaller one, I don't know if that's the female, what it is. I don't remember. 
But uh, that wasn't the one that took over the back stretch. But that one has like fuzzy vines. Kind of looks like, like a kiwi's skin looks. So I don't know if that's the one that's supposed to really fucking get the fruit. But that that's never had the fucking fruit either. So I don't know if it's a sun issue or what it is. But uh, yeah, it was a successful plant. And I just moved that to my garden. And that's like, it's kind of struggling to hold on. But I want that vine to take over that corner of the yard rather than that back stretch. Um, I'd have been fine with it if it was fruit bearing, but it's it's really not. So um, moving it to that other corner. A lot of parts of it are not doing well, but I still got some green going on it. So I'm hoping it does catch. I, I dug such a huge root system out of there. But it had been like established for over 10 years. So that's that's a tough thing to re replant. Um, so we'll see what happens. If not, I'll, I'll get another fucking Kiwi deal and plant it in that corner because I really like the idea of the vines taking over that corner. Just would be like a nice green wall in the corner of the garden section. So I'm going to do that. Um, Joey Janela team with Sonny Kiss now on AEW Dark. Uh, did they drop the ball with Joey or is this where you expect them being AEW? I think this is good. Sonny Kiss is a very talented wrestler. Um, I don't like all the twerking over the top sexual shit. It's not, it's not for me. Um, but he's a very talented athlete. Um, I saw them do the backseat gimmick, the, um, the dream sequence. I thought that was cool as hell. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're going with like, you know, Joey's gay now or, or, or what exactly the gimmick is. Cause I don't watch wrestling, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, I think if they're doing like cool tag team shit like that, there's the possibility of them doing great stuff. I mean, you know, I said, Joey's great fucking, uh, Sonny Kiss is very talented, so if he leans into just the wrestling side of things and, and you know, they put out banging fucking matches, I mean, they could be a great team. So, I don't know. I I don't know about Joey, you know, at his size and everything and his, his shape being, you know, like main event at a steady pace. He could work a main event. Joey could work with anybody, you know, but are they going to consistently spotlight him on TV as one of the main players? Like every week, eh, probably not, you know? Um, so I don't know. I mean, that's, I really didn't expect him to be like, you know, cause you, you got to figure right off the bat, Cody Rose was going to be one of the main guys. Kenny Omega was going to be one of the main guys. Like, okay. So it's going to be like Joey Janela versus Kenny Omega all the time or, or, Cody Rhodes. No, he could wrestle both of those guys, but is it going to be consistently these are your main players? Probably not. So I, this is about where I'd expect them to be. And honestly, this is a good direction because it's given them like a second go because it seemed like the first time all they tried to do with them is gimmick matches. Yeah, you know, just hardcore this, fucking ladder this, you know. So if now they're they're heading them in the tag team direction, now it's showing another another part of what Joey could do. So now he's crossed this. He could do the gimmick matches. Now he's going to show the tag team wrestling ability. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. Now you stick around in the company and you show your versatility. You know, it, it really opens people's eyes and they go, oh, we could fucking use him for that. So I, I think it's good for his future. I didn't think the gimmick matches forever were going to be a good thing because eventually they were going to burn out on using him on those or he was going to burn out on doing them. And he was just fucked at that point. But, yeah, I think it's good. Um, 
Uh, he's saying, you know, all this shit that's going on, uh, what's the, uh, what's in store for the rest of 2020? More the same. You know, we're not, we're not fucking learning from this. Uh, shit's opening up. Fucking cases are going through the roof. Hospitals are going to get packed. The deaths are going to spike again. People are still going to sit around tonight and try to make excuses and, you know, my freedoms and this and all this stupid shit. So we're in for a long haul. Unfortunately, as far as I'm concerned, a change in president is, is what it's going to take because then I think we can, we can put some structure in place, you know, because the thing is, is like if you're in a job or you're in um, some kind of organization and the boss up top goes, I don't fucking know. It's like, uh, you know, you start blaming and pointing fingers and going, yeah, you know, I don't think this is a real thing. And then two weeks later, it's like, it's very fucking real. And he's like, yeah, well, someone lied to me. He said, you know, it wasn't real, but I still think it's bullshit. Uh, It's just, you know, you know, now like you're leaving it up to, you know, if you're in a business, you're leaving it up to the employees to figure out their direction. And now you don't have a system. You don't have a structure. You don't have anybody going in the same direction. So there's, you know, if someone starts to go left, no one knows that that's even wrong to go left. You know what I mean? I'm not even saying politically. I'm just saying, you know, no one really knows that, like, no, no, that's against the system. Well, there's no system. There's no fucking structure. So how do you know that this is? So now everybody just changes their fucking modes. Everyone comes up with their own version of what's right. And we we can't come together on this shit. So whether it be hard-nosed, and and difficult to deal with or not, there needs to just be a blanket fucking here's what we're doing to control this shit. So I I, I really think that's what it's gonna take. Um, and I think anybody but Trump could do it because every other fucking president, whether you like them or not, had more of a professional uh, attitude and mannerism and the way that they carry themselves and the structure they put forth. At least the image of stability existed. There's no image of stability with this fucking guy. And if you're saying that there is, you're probably not stable either. I mean, you just, just look. That's all you have to do. Just look. Um, let me see. Uh, when the fuck a movie's going to be released again, since uh, theaters don't seem to be returning anytime soon. This is going to be another one of those things. I, I think they got to shift gears. They got to really fucking lean into these, these networks, these Netflixes, their straight to DVD releases kind of deal, uh, or, you know, um, you know, pay to fucking stream, charge your fucking ticket price, whatever the fuck you're going to do. Obviously you can't charge, you know, per person. So if you got six people in a fucking living room, you can't charge all six of those people. No one's paying that much to watch a movie at their house, but Look, I mean, this this is the fucking wave of the future. And they already started with the Netflix movies, you know, with top-level stars and the, you know, the Irishman and the shit like that. You know, so I, I think this is what's going to have to happen. Like I said, I, the, when this shit started, I had had, like, hopes to put kind of like a, a home theater in my living room. And I had thought about it as, like, a future situation. Like, in the future, I'd like to get a big, giant fucking TV... So, you know, sound bar system deal, and that would be fucking great. Well, when this shit hit the fan, I was like, you know what? I, I'm just going to have to put out that money now. And, you know, 65-inch TV, fucking dope sound bar, the fucking bass speaker behind the fucking couch, and we rocked the fuck out. 
we might watch Bad Boys, the new fucking Bad Boys tonight. You know what I mean? This is this is what we're doing. You know, and that's like you know we have our family movie nights where where the ten year olds you know watch with us, and then we have the ones that aren't you know as family movie nights. So like the Bad Boys will watch you know just us and and Kelsey and uh, you know Mary Jane can watch. She's sixteen. Um, you know this this is what we're doing though. And it's it's beautiful. I don't give a fuck about a movie theater. I'm not I'm not like big movie guy either though. You know what I mean? There's so much I haven't seen. I I just I'm not a movie guy. So I'm I'm probably the wrong one to ask, but I really think gears got to shift. Um things that weren't a possibility before are now a huge fucking possibility. I mean, dude, there was a time when I was younger if you knew somebody with a 20 something inch TV. Like high twenties, twenty seven. I was like, "Whoa, this motherfucker!" Yeah, you know, thirty inch TV. What are you fucking kidding me? This motherfucker. You know, you'd have those those uh fifty inch TVs that were like, you you couldn't watch them from like one inch to the left, or it would look like you're looking through wax paper. But if you looked at them straight on, that shit was good. And that that motherfucker had money. That motherfucker had some money, and you know you knew. Two of those motherfuckers that had those TVs. The TV weighed fucking twelve hundred pounds, and you could only watch it from right in front of it. Otherwise, you're beat. Projection TVs and shit like this, right? I mean, this is a fuck sixty-five inch TV. Fucking beautiful, crisp from every fucking angle. You know, and you get that shit for like six, six fifty, seven hundred dollars. That that's fucking crazy, man. It, you know, if you get a tax return and you throw, you know, one grand at that shit, that can make so many nights of your week between your sound bar, your fucking thing, a little warranty on it, and and you know, nights of your week are just fucking set. What movie are we watching? And and you get settled in. You fucking you you get all the your favorite fucking snacks from the store. You get the fucking popcorn going. Do whatever you want to do. If you want to drink, you fucking drink. If you want to smoke something, you smoke something. And it's your fucking space. If you want to pause it and hit the fucking bathroom, you can. And everybody in the living room annoyed and shit. But that's a, if that's what you want to do, you, you fucking do that. I just I just think gears got to shift. You know, things might not be the big, big fucking scream. But to me, it's overrated. Because you got to sit with all these assholes you don't fucking know. And this one's making noise. And this one just, you know... We went to see the fucking uh, the Muppet movie um, for the what was it the twenty uh, fifth anniversary or not twenty fifth it was uh, I think the fortieth anniversary some shit like this um, last year I think it was and you know Jada dropped her whole fucking box of runs like everybody in the theater's got to deal with that shit yeah I mean a couple weeks ago Nina dropped her fucking M and M's in the living room nobody had to deal with that shit but us yeah I mean. Shit happens. My family drops a lot of fucking shit. It's not me. You know what? What can I tell you? I, you know, I criticize them. It doesn't work. It doesn't help. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just I just feel like the theater shit is overrated. That the money's gonna take a hit one way or another. But they gotta they gotta cut some fucking deals with advertisers or this or that. Put a couple fucking commercials in front of a movie. Whatever pays the fucking bills. Maybe some product placement throughout the fucking movies, you know, where they're, you know, instead of just having the fucking soda, it's a Coke, and that Coke paid them fucking $3 million for it to be part of that movie. You know, now where they're stopping in the movie and be like, delicious Coke, like, not, not no stupid shit like this. 
but you know where it's just like you're getting paid because you're using that product in the fucking thing. Someone's got a T-shirt on. It's got a logo on it. It's you know, not generic. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just I think gears got to shift in a lot of things. Um, he wants to know how uh, all of these sexual assault things and wrestling and how's it going to affect the business in the long run? How much longer could it go? I think a lot of it's just done. I, I, I think, um, I think a lot of wrestling is just going to take a major hit, especially on the indie side of things. And, uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of people are going to drop off, but again, it depends on how people treat these accusations. You know, I mean, the necro butcher punched a woman relentlessly and motherfuckers are still chanting his name, you know, and honoring him and this and that. I, I don't know what to tell you. If that continues, if we go back to business and some of these people just go like, fuck it, don't care. Well, then it, I guess it continues. But, you know, uh, dangers of accusation without proof. Many of the wrestlers are being fired. Screenshots could easily be photoshopped. Yeah, it's going to be tough to weed through. But again, like, I think if the people are actually addressing their fucking, their, uh, the things that are being said, that's a start. I think a lot of the shit that's just being like, ah, oh, I just won't say anything about it. Well, that, that speaks fucking volumes. Silence speaks volumes when somebody says some wild shit about you. So, uh, I don't know. I'm glad to not be part of that fucking world at all. Because I can't imagine, you know, fucking 42 years old worrying about this one and that one and this one is doing this this crazy shit. And you're going to work there with this person. Or you're going to go deal with this person. You're going to work for that person. You're going to, you know, ah, the fuck. Oh, you're going on that show? Oh, did, you know, they're using this guy? Oh, fucking, he's got a problem with this one. And I'm not, fuck that shit, man. <laughs> I can't imagine it being worth it, but. A lot of people still like this shit. Um, Dark Side of the Ring next season. What would you like to see on it? I don't know. I barely watched it. Um, it's a great fucking series. Uh, they seem to really get in depth with a bunch of things. Um, I don't know. I mean, you got, it, it's fucking shit on the indies. You know? Blow the fucking doors off a of DJ and what the fuck he's been up to. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't really have a lot of... Uh, you know, wants for anything in wrestling, because I have no intention on watching it. I just don't. Um, oh, if uh, if I were to get any other pets that I haven't previously owned, what would I get? Uh, dude, I want everything always. Uh, we got this, this, like, cage full of birds at my job, because there was, like, a hoarding situation. There was a bunch of birds, there was a bunch of this, there was a bunch of that. And it was, like, a cage full of birds, and there was, like, a like canaries and like these other like little finches and they're this and that. And it was like probably like seven birds in this cage. And I was like, dude, I would just take this to my house and I would fucking have to wrap it in like fucking super small mesh. So my cats didn't fucking kill it. But it's like, dude, I got two forty-six gallon fucking fish tanks. I got with African cichlids and um, little African catfish. And then I got, um, I got all my cats um, I got my dog, I got chickens, ducks, pigeons, um, you know what I mean? Like, 
what the fuck, man? Like, I, I've seen lizards that I'm like, dude, I would love to have one of those tegu lizards. I think they're cool as fuck. I saw a golden tegu lizard, and I started to, like, look up, like, what would it take? And I thinking like you need like a six foot enclosure and I'm starting to think of like the, the, the specifics of it. well uh, if I build that dude are you out of your fuck like where are you putting all this and like you already have so much to take care of not to mention like feeding the wild birds 10 types of fucking food and the squirrels and the, you know I mean like I'm doing all of these things um I, I've seen um like I said lizards that I like I've seen um, birds that I like, but, you know, with the cats, it's going to be very difficult. I could have so little interaction with those birds because one slip up and they're getting fucked up. Um, I can't imagine. Um, I've seen um, every time, you know, we get, we had uh, quite a bit of guinea pigs recently from another hoarding situation. I started looking at them like, oh man, I love that fucking, they're so cute. And they make those little fucking squeak noises. You know, uh, I want everything always. Um, exotic wise, I had <laughs> I kicked around an idea for a minute. I wanted an emu, and I was legitimizing why it wouldn't even be a bad idea in my yard, and I could build it like a little fucking thing because they only need kind of like an open door shed that they can kind of go nest and hang out in, uh, you know, and with some hay and. They end up handling the fucking seasons pretty well, but my yard isn't ne- nearly big enough. I-, I was talking myself into it, but, you know, I come back to reality and then I go like, no, I was thinking these fucking things are like the closest thing to having like a velociraptor that you could possibly have as a fucking emu. They make cool growling noises. It sounds like there's like a fucking panther in your yard because we have some at the zoo. You're like, dude, is there a big fucking cat like right over there? Like, it sounds like a fucking tiger got out of its shit and it's doing like a growling fucking I'm about to jump on you noise. And it's just the fucking emu walking around making those fucking noises. Um, but yeah, they're cool as hell and they could be really friendly. And, um, you know, you could train them early on and they become friendly and playful. And fucking, I would love to own an emu. Um, not, not with this yard though. Um, and I got a nice little yard, but not like fucking. No one has an emu in these yards, so. I, I mean, I thought about the hilarious part of that, where like the neighbor look over the fence and there's a fucking emu staring him in the eyes, you know, or him fucking like stretching his neck up and looking in the fucking back windows, like when are you guys come the fuck out here, you know. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> It wouldn't be good. And then I've, I've obviously thought of, like, you know, win the lottery, that type of shit, which is ridiculous because I don't play the lottery, um, first and foremost. But, like, filthy rich, fucking this and this, I would love otters. Um, I feel like I could definitely care for them in a way where they wouldn't be um, somewhere where they shouldn't be. I've seen enough zoo enclosures where I could double one of those, you know, big fucking... Uh, otters, you basically need, like, a tank with some good land set up, you know what I mean? So you put up like a major fucking like in ground pool kind of situation with a see through wall, you know, that would back up to a room and shit. I mean, again, we're talking about like multimillionaire type motherfucker and spending like a half a mil on a fucking, you know, on an enclosure. I mean, that's, you know, it's an impossibility, but it's one of those things that I would love to fucking, have and, and do it the right way, not where I'm like, oh, well, this jerk off's keeping a fucking otter in a cage in his yard. 
because he can, you know, like I, I wouldn't want to own a tiger or anything like that. I really think you need like sprawling fucking uh, land and, and uh, the, the, the proper people to care for them. You know, you need on-site veterinary care. You need, um, you know, a lot. I mean, you need to be able to replicate it, not being in captivity while being in captivity, which is, is not something that your average uh, person should ever do. I don't think they should be owned by private citizens or anything like that. I think there's a lot of zoos that do it the right way. Um, and I think people are such fucking savages that they'll remove them from the planet. So you can be like, oh, they only belong in the wild. That sounds great. But people are going to remove every fucking one of them that are in the wild. And then it's like, oh, well, we have a shitload of them in captivity. All right. Now let's just focus on the right people having them. And, you know, the number's not going to be as high all these shitheads didn't have them. But if we can get it down to just the right people, I, I think it could be done in a, you know, a proper way. And, um, you know, some of these zoo organizations, they do like breeding and, and very responsible things. And they're able to reintroduce things into the wild. They're able to help with conservation based off of the way that they do things. So those are, those are like, you know, where I believe those things are okay. Um, and obviously sanctuaries from all the people who did it the wrong way. Now they need a place to fucking go. Otherwise they're euthanized. So uh, there's a lot of good places out there for that. But yeah, that that's pretty much animal wise. I can go and go and go and go because, you know, I see some shit and be like, oh, I'd love to have one of those. I mean, you even get into like chickens and then you see like the different types of breeds and shit. And you're like, ah, oh, fucking that'd be cool as hell to have one of those. Oh shit. Look at those ones. Oh, shit, you know, you go to the fucking, uh, one of the county fairs or something, and you, you see, like, what 4-H has set up, and you're like, oh, shit, where do I get one of those? You know, when you when you love animals and, you know, these different type of things that are beautiful to you and you do things in excess like I do, it becomes very difficult to uh, <laughs> not want everything. Um, Never wanted a snake, though, tell you that much. Never, ever, ever. Fuck that. Um, yeah, so I, I, I think that's all I got topic wise. Um, I do want to talk to, uh, talk about, uh, fitness stuff, but I'm going to do a separate show on that. Like in the next couple days, I'll just pop on here and maybe it'll be 45 minutes or something like that, but I'm just going to do, uh, you know, some talk about some fitness stuff and, you know, getting going and, and, uh, you know, kind of finding your way in it, at least, you know, by what I'm doing. But, you know, for starters, anybody out there, you know, you can take advantage of what I'm doing. Um, I, I keep creating these little workouts in my backyard that I'm doing, and we've been training fucking solid three fucking days a week. We're doing full body workouts three days a week, and we we just hit seven weeks straight without missing a day, so... Start, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're doing the shit. Every other week, I come up with a new new workout. And then the following week, we do three different workouts. And then the next week, I start up a new one. And then the following week, we do three different. You know what I mean? So I'm up to five different workouts now. So uh, this coming week, we pick three of those five. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, three different ones. And like I said, I create a sixth one the following week. And I have them all recorded. They're all on the Facebook videos. Uh, 
you have any questions about them or anything like that, feel free. I'm not, I'm not a certified professional fucking anything. I, I take care of cats. That's what I'm a professional at. But obviously, you know, 42 years old, I got like fucking 7% body fat. Um, I, I'm pretty fucking strong. And look, you know, if that helps anybody out there, great. That's that that's cool with me. Um, you know, I like I said, I don't claim to be anything I'm not, but you know, I have my shit together in in a lot of little avenues. You know, maybe not overall, maybe not you know, maybe not in the grand scheme of things. Who knows? I I don't know who's who's looking at that, but uh, you know. I'm good with this. I'm good with that. Anybody ever needs help with that, whatever that may be, fucking feel free to hit me up. I I love to help people or guide people. And I did a lot of shit by trial and error. You know, a lot of shit I just learned by trial and error, whether it be, you know, the, the taking care of fish or taking care of this or taking care of that and plants and this. And, I, you know, you live and you fucking learn and, I've been living for fucking 42 years now, so I learned a little bit. So I think that's about all I got. Uh, like I said, I'll, I'll hit, hit it up with the fitness thing within the next few days. And uh, don't forget, I'll talk to you later. And I think wrestling is for fucking retards. Peace.